Uh, my name is Marissa. I'm over here from the 209 as well. I'm from Turlock, California. Um, and I've followed your career for quite a while, actually. So when I heard that you guys were coming home, you know, I got really excited and I'm really grateful for this opportunity. So thank you for speaking with me today. Oh, it's no problem at all. Cool, cool. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Fight Culture. And today I am joined by the Stockton King himself, Gabriel Flores Jr., pro boxer, 21 and 2, who is coming home to Stockton, California at the Stockton Arena on Saturday, May 13th versus Derek Murray with top rank on ESPN. Gabe, how are you feeling? I know you're in camp right now. Uh, I'm feeling great. Everything's going well. I'm picking good. Feeling good. in shape. Good, good. I seen you. Were, I seen right now on your Instagram story, you were taking an ice bath, taking care of yourself. Yeah, it's just something I've been running from and been uh, not really doing in my in my past camps, but uh, it was just time to do it. Too much. I, it's just the uh, work is getting harder and harder. Uh, fights are just taking them more serious and making sure that I'm really developed and ready to perform for the next day. Because you know, there's times where I was sparring sore still. And, you know, uh, I feel like I could have done better. So uh, ice bath would do a lot better for me. So that's what I need to make myself start doing more. Right, right. So you're from the 209, Stockton, California. How does it feel to be able to come back on May 13th and put on for your city while being in your city? Uh, it feels amazing because uh, there's people in my city that can now look at me and see somebody doing something positive because me growing up, I didn't have nobody to really look up to uh, and sports-wise, really, and see them doing something positive. You know, uh, I looked up to a lot of people around me, but they weren't doing the right thing sometimes. So uh, it was hard to have a positive role model. And uh, I'm one, I could like to say I'm one, and they could see me just walking around in the streets of Stockton. You know, uh, I'm there at the malls. I'm there at the Asparagus Festival. I'm just, I'm there at every other event that they're at. They're doing the same things they're doing. You know, so to to you be able to see it on TV and see that person in real life, it's it's a lot different. It's more motivational. You know, I feel like that would have helped me a lot when I was younger. But uh, I, it feels good to be that person. Man, that's awesome to hear. I mean, hearing that from you at 22 years old, that is so impressive. Um, speaking of role models, uh, you are actually coached by Gabriel Flores Sr., your your father. Um, how you guys have grown from this garage gym in Stockton, California, and you're now here where you're at. How is it always having him in your corner? And, you know, do you have any advice for any up and coming fighters that are father son duos? Uh, it's an advantage. You just got to know how to use it. You know, with my father, it was just, uh, I'd always understood, you know, if your father trains you, and you're listening, you just got to understand that your father may be hard on you, harder than others, just because he can, and he knows you best. But uh, you got to understand, you got to look at the big picture. Don't look at just now. You got to look at the future. Every time when I was younger, as a teenager, my pops would get mad at me or for certain things I was doing in the gym. I would think of the future, the big picture. Uh, I was just trying to see his vision of what he wants to see. And uh, I started thinking to myself, I want to see that version of me too. You know, I want to get better, too, so I understand. So try to be a big-ass critic to yourself as your trainer is to you or even be a bigger critic, you know, because the goal is always aiming for perfection. Right, right. So 
Yeah, that's awesome. I I know I'm actually uh, currently working at a gym. uh, Again, a father-son duo. Um, I do social media for them. And so this is going to be really awesome for them to hear uh, because I know they're also going through that where he's a teenager. And, you know, I know they start chirping back and forth sometimes. But you're right. You know, be your own critic. And, you know, the guidance is there regardless. Um, I have a question actually on behalf of one of my, uh, one of my partners, uh, Jaime Velasquez. He had a question saying, you're currently training and living in Las Vegas. You train a lot with other boxers, um, under, uh, your father's guidance, Gabriel Sr., uh, Flores Sr. Are there any fighters in that group in your family that we should keep an eye out for? Uh, for mainly me, I would tell you all here is the Vargas brothers are starting to make a real good impact. Uh, they're getting more fights. They're being really active. You know, it's Amado Vargas, uh, Vargas Jr., and then Emiliano Vargas. So uh, we're hoping uh, to have, looking like Amado Vargas will be on the top rank card with me May 13th oh, in Stockton, California. So that would be huge. Uh, so they're pushing, they're working, and they're fixing all their mistakes because we all have them. You know, uh, it's just you got to pay attention to your mistakes more than what you do good. And that's what they're doing. So that's how you become a better fighter. And they're doing that. Right. So would you consider consider those two family? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, when I moved out here, it was just uh, Model Vargas came up to me and shook my hand and told me he knew about me. And I knew about them. And it was just mutual respect. And then I seen him at the gym more often. And then. Me and Marlo got pretty tight. You know, I could see how much of a genuine and real person he was, and I just wanted to help him out too because I was further along in my pro career, so I was just trying to teach him things that I learned already in my pro career, and that's how it started. And then I met Junior, and then the father, we got real close, and my my father and him, they became great friends. And so, and then they turned to family to where we go to their house for Christmas ah, you there know, you go. out here in Vegas. Cause I, we don't got no family here in Vegas, but we do have the Vargas family. Wow. Sure. There you go. That's awesome to hear. I know the 209 is all about family. <laughs> so that's good that you have some extended family there in Vegas as well. Um, you know, speaking on you turning pro, uh, being further in your career, you are only 22 years old and you turned pro at a very young age you know, what challenges did you face early in your career and what have you learned uh, growing? Uh, you know, uh, just learning on the job a lot, you know, and that's, is, that's all it is. You know, uh, going pro at such a young age, you know, learn on the job consistently. So that was one thing that, uh, that was set out to me. You know, uh, it was just a lot of uh, the mistakes I made coming up. And uh, I know I, I could have avoided it, but you just need to be more locked in sometimes. You just it's, it's the little things. It really is. It's the little things. You know, in the past, and especially on social media, you've heard people labeling you as too young, overrated. Even after your last fight, people were saying you needed to take a break and take a step back and look at your career. What do you say to those people and what work have you put in to grow from your last decision loss and, you know, getting getting the opportunity to come back to Stockton? You know, what have you changed? What have you adjusted? And what do you say to those people? Uh, I just stay more alert. You know, uh, my last fight, which is all happened. I lost a fight within the first seven seconds. I came out uh, too calm. 
I walked to the middle of the ring while my opponent, he galloped to the middle of the ring and threw punches. So, uh, you know, that, that was a big, that was like a rookie mistake by me. You know, uh, I could even really believe that I did that. But uh, I was just too relaxed, too calm. I didn't have no, like, I don't know. I was, I was just way too calm. I was loading up my clip while he was shooting his. So, uh, but uh, that's all it came down to, you know. But it was just being more uh, hyper-focused is the best word I could use. Uh, that's what my father tells me a lot, to be hyper-focused. But that's the one that I can say a lot. And uh, I don't really say much. You know, time will tell. You know, uh, we still got a long journey to go. Right. I'll be here for many years to come. So uh, I don't, I don't really respond to people. My social media blows up with all that and uh, crazy talk. But like I said, I don't really respond to much. Yeah, that that's cool to hear where where your mindset's at. Uh, you know, being the bigger person and letting letting your your work show for itself, pretty much. Um, Saturday, May 13th, you face a fighter by the name of Derek Murray, 17 wins, eight losses. Uh, what have you done in particular and what are you guys doing right now to prepare you for this fight? And do you feel you will walk out of the Stockton arena with a W? Uh, we just been in the gym and uh, doing a lot of punch count during my fight, my sparrings, making sure I'm doing a good output of numbers per round. And uh, I know I'm going to win. Come May 13th, the question is how am I going to win? And I feel like I'm a, this is going to be my best performance yet. You know, uh, through my career, we've been, through, we've been going through trials and tribulations. But uh, I'm done with the mistakes and all that. So now it's just time for all the glory and just really, you know, uh, taking everything that I earn and deserve and what I, that I worked for. All right. So before we close this out, is there anything you'd like to say to your fans and the 209 who's listening? Oh, there's many years to come. You know, uh, I can't wait to get back to Stockton. I actually be in Stockton this weekend. I just, sometimes I just need a breath of that air in Stockton because that's, that's my roots. That's my bloodline. That's where we're from. You know, that's all I know. Uh, I just can't wait to be back because 2019 we sold it out. And uh, there was so much love 2019 when I fought at Stockton. So I can't wait to fill it again. And uh, we're only going bigger and bigger. And the promise is to bring a world title home soon. So I can't wait for all of it to happen, but time will tell. That's the only thing holding gets back is time. Right. Well, like I said, I've been watching you fight. I'm really excited to see what you're going to go out there and do on May 13th. Um, right now, is there anyone you'd like to shout out, coaches, sponsors, et cetera, anyone who's supported you uh, so far in your career? Uh, the biggest uh, shout out I want to give out to is just Chicken Ranch Casino. You know, I always stood along, always was right there by my side to this day. So uh, they're a sponsor, but they're more like family. They're uh, much appreciated. And, of course, the one that's always right there by my side through thick and thin, uh, no matter what time of the day, what time of my career or where I'm at, and, you know, it's always my father. It's only just me and him. Wow. That's awesome. I'm I'm happy to hear that bond you have with your father not not only as him being your coach but your dad and you know I again I can't wait to see you fight and I hope everybody listening is watching for Gabriel Flores Jr. doing his thing for the 209 uh where can we watch your fight and then what is your social you can watch the fight on ESPN plus May 13th and uh, my social is g underscore squad 
underscore nation. That's for Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, Gabriel Flores. Awesome. All right, Gabriel. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And again, cannot wait to see you do your thing May 13th. All right, no problem. Can't right. wait to be here. Have a good one. You too.